Welcome to the Nittany Blues Podcast. By Penn State fans, for Penn State fans. Here are your hosts, Andrew and Vince. Welcome back to the Nittany Blues Podcast. Today we are here to recap Penn State's 61-59 defeat to Virginia Tech in the Charleston Classic. Uh, This was a brutally hard-fought game today. Um, It was was pretty much the opposite of the game uh, against Furman. Against Furman, Penn State got off to a really hot, hot start in the first half, and then the second half almost blew the lead. Today... It, it was the opposite. So um, Penn State fell behind the numbers really early, and they had a difficult time fighting back into this game. They they did not lead at all today, but that were there were points in the game where you thought they could come back and pull out the victory. So to start off the game, the 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 game was really sloppy. It it was uh, twelve to six at the media timeout. There were a lot of turnovers. Um, you know, our, our lack of ball handling showed, uh, it was very sloppy. We struggled with Virginia tech's defensive pressure. They had a lot of length, so they gave us a lot of fits, uh, on the perimeter and inside on the post. Um, and early in the game, Virginia tech was the team kind of looking like Penn state. They were looking like that team that moved the ball really well and created a, a lot of open threes and a lot of dri- drives to the baskets for their team and their offense. Um, after the media timeout, uh, Virginia Tech did go on a 10-0 run. Uh, Kebajai went in pretty early for Caleb Dorsey in this one, a lot earlier than expected. Um, however, uh, there were times where Jai just looked overmatched. Um, he did have a, a nice... Uh, Nice basket early in the game. However, he got blocked a couple times by Virginia Tech. And, you know, the physicality really got to him in in the post. And, you know, something that he's going to have to do as he matures and grows through his career is really, really hit the weight room. Uh, If you watched Penn State basketball last year, you know that nobody moved John Hara around, even though he wasn't the tallest center or had the most length. Um, he was, you know, strong as Knox and no one moved him around in the post. That was his area. So that'll be something that Keba can work on as he grows and develops as a player. Uh, it was also rough early on for Dallian Johnson. Um, uh, someone, he slid off a screen that led to an open Virginia tech three. Uh, he, he slipped and had a traveling violation, uh, Missed a three-pointer when he had a good look, and it was just a tough day. So at this point, uh, early in the game, it was you know twenty-two to six. Penn State was down sixteen, and you know they look they looked dead. You know they looked dead like dead like fish in a barrel. Like they had nowhere to go. Nothing was going right. They started off zero of six from three. Um, however, uh, things did turn around for Penn State. They then went three for four. Miles Dredd was able to ignite the spark and get the Penn State offense going. Andrew Funk hit a nice three after uh, his dip, 
difficult game against Furman yesterday. Um, they, they fought hard, uh, and they really struggled with the, this Virginia tech defense. This Virginia tech defense was legitimate. Uh, they held Penn state to their lowest three point shooting percentage of the season. Penn state was only 11 of 30 today shooting at 37%. So yeah, it was, it was a difficult day. They only got to the free throw line for four free throws and they only made two. Yeah, so this was not the best shooting day, but that credit goes to the Virginia Tech defense. They they did really well, and you know Penn State missed a lot of open shots that just didn't fall their way. We mentioned earlier in the season that Penn State is going to be a team that lives and dies by the three. And today, while it wasn't a poor performance, it, it was not enough to get the Nittany Lions over the top. However, late in the second half, Penn State did start to show signs of life, uh, you know, with the with Miles Dredd and Andrew Funk hitting some shots. They were able to go on a 10-2 run to make it 37-29 at the half. Uh, the first 10, 12 minutes of the second half, this was just an absolute defensive slugfest. Uh, Micah Shrewsbury made a lot of play changes in the lineup. You did not see much Caleb Dorsey you did not see much Kevajai. They both only got uh, six minutes today. And we saw a guy, uh, you know, get some more minutes. Evan Hafey, the true freshman, we've talked about him being a defensive specialist. He played well today. Uh, he was two for two field goals. Uh, so that's what you want your defensive specialist to do. He had five rebounds and assist. Did have two turnovers, which... That can happen with a freshman, and it seemed to be a theme for Penn State today, a lot of turnovers. So Virginia Tech was able to force a lot of steals and a lot of blocks. So at times in this game, Penn State was sloppy. Uh, you did see Miles Dredd, Seth Lundy, Andrew Funk, Jalen Pickett all get over 30 minutes today. So they they went small ball today. Um, and towards the end of the game, you saw Cameron Winter on the bench, uh, which was a little atypical seeing Evan Mahaffey in the spot. However, for the most part, I thought he looked really great, uh, really impressive. I was hoping Kebajai would be the freshman that stood out today, but it, it, it was uh, Evan Mahaffey. And he made the most of his minutes, and I think you're going to see a lot more Evan Mahaffey in the future for this Penn State, uh, Penn State uh, team. Um, Lundy had a little bit of a rough game offensively. Uh, only had four points, was one of five shooting. However, he was hustling. He was, you know, diving on the floor for balls, uh, fighting for rebounds, you know, making big defensive plays. He led the team with nine rebounds today. Uh, so he was, you know, he was hustling, trying to create opportunities for Penn State. Um, Jalen Pickett did come on later in the game. So the last eight minutes of the game, Penn State really started to make a run. Virginia Tech seemed to keep us at length, all arm's length all game. Uh, it was between six and 10 points in that first 12 minutes of the game. And Penn State just could not get over the top and gain the lead. Uh, this was a real, real defensive struggle in the second half here. We did cut the lead to two. Uh, Miles Dredd and uh, Andrew Funk, they were both great today. Uh, Funk was eight of 16 from the field, five of 11 from three. Miles Dredd was also five of 11 from free three. So, you know, 
those guys really helped us hang into the game, especially uh, with it taking a while to get Jalen Pickett rolling. Then towards the, the end of the game, they, they kept with that small ball lineup. Uh, like we mentioned earlier, a lot of Evan Mahaffey, he looked really good. I think you're going to see more of this small ball lineup with Jalen Pickett, Andrew Funk, Seth Lundy, uh, Miles Dredd, and Evan Mahaffey. And the reason why this lineup can work and did work today is no one in that lineup is below 6'4". So Dallin Johnson's a little smaller, and you have um, Cam Winter, who's only 6'2". So when you have guys that are 6'4 to 6'6", while um, that's not ideal, uh, it, it is passable because when other players are set in screens on the other team, you can switch with defenders. That makes it easier to guard the other player. So it's not like we have a guy like Kabajai who's 6'10", and Cam Winter who's 6'2". They can't uh, switch defenders or else that's going to create a huge mismatch for the Lions on defense, and it'll make it easier for Virginia Tech to score. So I thought this lineup lined up really well. They did awesome in the second half. They only held this team to 24 points. It was a really impressive defensive performance from Penn State. Um, you know, part of the reason I, I think you saw Jai on the bench was there was a couple times where he was having a hard time running up and down the floor. And at NCAA Division One Power Five basketball, you got to be sprinting on every play. You cannot leave your teammates out to dry. There was a play where, you know, the ball went on the ground. He dove to try try to pick it up, and then he got up and was jogging kind of slowly back, and you know. Their center was wide open. We were lucky that Virginia Tech did not execute a great pass. And I believe uh, Miles Dredd or Jalen Pickett might have been able to get a steal um, to keep them out of the paint. Uh, and then the next offensive possession, he was slow getting up and he just started to look tired. So I think that might have been why Coach Shrews decided, hey, you're, you're not living up to the you know Penn State standard on defense. So I think you'll... Uh, see more of him in the future, but today uh, I think that is why Coach Shrews put him on the bench. Coach Shrews is a defense-first basketball coach, so if you're not playing defense, you are not going to see the floor for Coach Shrewsbury. He has high standards, and those high standards are part of the program's success and uh, part of the reason why things turned out so good today. Uh, down the stretch, it was Andrew Funk and Miles Dredd hitting some threes. Funk hit a really difficult one from you know NBA range. Wasn't an ideal catch and shoot, but he made a tough shot. Uh, with Virginia Tech got the ball with about 40 seconds left right around there. They milked the clock towards the end of the game. They did not make their shot. Uh, gave Penn State the ball with about eight or nine seconds left. We dribbled down the court. Uh, Coach Shrews called a timeout with 4.7 seconds left in the game. Uh, then at the end of the game, with the inbounds play, they did get it to Cam Winter. Uh, it looked like they might have potentially been looking for a Jalen Pickett or Miles Dredd three. So Cam Winter, since the ball went to him there and he was guarded, he, he went for the hole. However, Jalen Pickett's defender went over to help out he got his hand on the basketball and this caused the ball to slip out of Cam Winter's hand. And they went to Virginia Tech with one second on the clock. They just threw the ball uh, full court. The game was over. So heartbreaker for the Nittany Lions. It just really stunk to see them 
get down 16. Things weren't going good early. Um, they just kept on fighting, kept on fighting. They get to, they got the lead to two points several times in the game, but they could just not get over the hump today. It was so frustrating to watch as a fan. However, I am uh, seeing a lot of positives uh, with this game. Uh, shooting did not go well early. Uh, Penn State still stayed aggressive. They still t- played tough and you know, they, they played hard and executed their game plan. I like that Coach Shrews was not afraid to mix up the lineup. He saw something was not working, so he, he threw some new guys in. The guys that were playing well, they stayed in for the major, majority of the game. So there were a lot of positives. And anytime you come back, that's great to see. Um, Penn State did not lay over and just take the aggressiveness of Virginia Tech. They fought back. So... That was some positive things to see. And um, when, I, when I was looking at this tournament this weekend, I, I said to myself, I would be happy if Penn State is two out of three. So if we can win this Sunday, they'll be playing at six o'clock versus the loser of Colorado State and, and uh, College of Charleston. They'll be playing the loser of that game. If they can get a second when out of that, I think this overall trip is going to be a success. Virginia Tech is not a bad loss. If you look at their record last year, they were 23 and 13. This was a team that had a good regular season in the ACC. They not only upset Duke in the championship game, but they upset North Carolina, who made it to a national championship game last year in the NCAA tournament. So this Virginia Tech team is good. This is a really good program and a really tough opponent. And the fact that Penn State only lost to a tournament team from last year by two points should give this team a lot of confidence, especially with how poorly they played as a team in the first 10 to 12 minutes in the first half. Um, they're they're definitely going to be looking at themselves in the mirror and saying, man, we, we should have won that game. Uh, man, if we only, would have only put 40 minutes together, that, that could have been ours. And, you know, I think that's going to fuel the fire. And I think this will that will give this team a lot of confidence heading into not only the uh, Big, Ten cha- Big Ten ACC Challenge with Clemson next Tuesday or two Tuesdays from now, the 29th. Um, it'll give them confidence heading into Big Ten play. And that is confidence they're going to need. They're playing Michigan State at home for their first Big Ten game. Michigan State only lost to Gonzaga by one, which is one of the best programs in the nation. And then they'll go on the road that Saturday, the 10th, to Illinois. So right there, you're looking at two of the top-tier programs in the Big Ten. So we should be coming away with this, feeling like, man, this really stinks to see them fight so hard and, and, and fight, you know, just fight to the end. And to lose by two, it, it is a heartbreaker. But I do think that any line fans can take a lot of this uh, positive things from this game to go forward into the season. As we uh, wrap up our pod today, I do think we should give out some player awards. I'm going to give my Fidali fighter to Andrew Funk uh, and Miles Dredd. They were, they were both great today. They both were 5'11 from three. They were the highlight 
of our team offensively. Funk was uh, eight out of 16 from the field. And I think I'm also going to award the diaper dandy award to Evan Mahaffey. He played a pretty solid game today and the defense that and toughness that he was able to display today was really impressive. And I really look forward to watching him. His athleticism is just off the charts. He jumps out of the gym. He can be a rim runner on offense and a, a stud on defense. I really like the game that I'm seeing from him. And heading into the season, I didn't think this was a guy we were going to be seeing on the basketball court. We are hearing tons about Kabajai and uh, Jamil Brown and Evan Hafey got 16 minutes today. And I, I think you could see him getting more. So this is definitely a guy to keep an eye out for. Um, maybe he'll even be a starter next year, just, with how good he is on the defensive end. And I think this is something that many line fans should be really excited about. So our next game is going to be on Sunday. Uh, Penn state is going to be trying to move to five and one. They'll be playing at 6 PM on ESPN two. So if you are able definitely check out the game, the season is not over. This is a tournament team. Losses against Virginia Tech, while they are huge pluses on your resume, if you do get them for the tournament, they do not hurt you tremendously, as if Penn State were to lose to a Furman in their game on Thursday. So this is not a terrible loss. This is a very good Virginia Tech team, a very good program. So things are still looking good, Nittany Lion fans. Keep the faith, and we'll see Penn State in the tournament in March. If you'd like to support the show, please tell your friends, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. If you enjoy the pod, please leave a five-star review so that other Nittany Line fans like you can find us. Interested in new episodes? You can subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or other streaming platforms to be notified. Thank you for listening, and we want to remind you that we are the Nittany Blues Podcast. See you next time.